Welcome to another episode of Improperly Packaged, a show where we unbox topics related to movies, TV, and games. Whatever. I am Jordan. With me is Luke. How are you, Luke? Luke. Hey. <laughs> What's up, everybody? I am here, and I am in the same shorts that... Do you ever... You heard from you two weeks ago? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's like... Uh, it, it very well may be. I, I have these shorts. I, I don't know if I should tell this story, but whatever. These shorts. I'm going to tell them. I have these shorts. So they're about like four. Yeah, I think four pairs of shorts, maybe five. I work from home now. You got to see where this is going. <laughs> I have been rotating between in between these shorts more than ever i'm gonna stand up show you what i'm talking you know these shorts these are it just start falling off oh in God. little pieces <laughs> i've been wearing uh, them too long luke no um <laughs> these are like sweat shorts comfy comfy as can oh, yeah. be these God. are yeah you probably recognize you've probably seen me in them at some point but i it got could easily be underwear but they're shorts <laughs> i swear uh... they're shorts as comfy as under back when i worked at hollister when i got these shorts so if that tells you how old they are they're old but i tell you not a tatter or tear to be seen these things i don't know for the sweatshops that hollister employs these are good quality shorts here i mean you haven't exactly been slaving away in the fields and them <laughs> No, no. Uh, many a games and movies and podcasts. Many a and, chair. Yeah, many a chairs sad. have been sat in. Of different elks. You know, when you get really into a game and you're like scooping up, maybe the friction could can I kind of get them? You're like, the dangers of gaming. Start standing up with playing. I don't know. That's who are my shorts. My shorts are always there for me, but they've not been to yet torn. But yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where I'm like, are these too old? But they have like no signs of like aging. Ten years? Uh, maybe more. Hmm. Were you working at Hollister when I got married? Uh, yeah. Then <laughs> it's more than ten years. <laughs> That's crazy. So yeah, yeah. I mean, certainly yeah. then. Ten years was last November. At the time, I got them for like next to nothing. So. Yeah, that nothing has gone a long way, so I'm really happy. Employee discount. Well, okay, so it, it, there, there is a actually still please. <laughs> well, okay, well, all right. So <laughs> there was this time at Hollister. All of a sudden, like the Hollister was like, "We're gonna do this customer like promotion thing." They're like, "We're gonna do this promotion," and so they sent all the stores this big giant bundle, these huge bundles. Of these coupons, like you give them to customers with every purchase, mm -hmm. and they were just ten dollars off. Period. Nice. Ten dollars off, no matter what. There's no. You found minimum. ten dollars short. <laughs> Everyone did. It was that's insane. Insanity throughout just the entire off anything, store. Off anything, no matter the price. All the employees. Did you were stack like, them? Yeah. Oh wait, my wait, no, god! No, no, sorry, no. It would so you, you just come in? No, no. That's... Like this nine thousand dollars worth of stuff. <laughs> No, you could Here's my 900 them, coupons. <laughs> I misunderstood. But no, like, and so all the employees started, and we kept on doing it and doing it and doing it. We're like, I wonder if we're going to get in trouble with it. And the manager came in. And we're like, what are you guys doing? And we told her, 
And she started filling a bag of clothes. Like, that's a really good idea, Ron. Oh, my God, guys. You're geniuses. Geniuses. We got to hurry before the regional director gets here. It, it was a uh, it was a Before time. Mr. Hollister arrives. <laughs> Never have I stocked up on so many. And, oh, my gosh. It was it was a, I don't know. I don't feel bad. A hoot. It was a hoot. Real hoot. Anyways. Mm. Jordan, I've been watching so many things. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I've been... And I have so many songs. I have so many recommendations this week. Wow, this is been... past two weeks have been fruitful. You're pent up. I'm full of fruit. <laughs> ready to spew my fruit. I'm ready to receive <laughs> your fruit. Oh Let, my! Let's let's skip the preamble. I'm sorry, then, gentlemen. And let's uh, let's get let's get in it. Luke, now, Luke, quick now before... rated explicit. <laughs> get that e next to it. There'll be no more of that talk uh, on our platform. I don't know if you Daddy Spotify will come knocking. I don't know what you have to do, honestly, to get that. Uh, I know you can, you know, deem it yourself explicit. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Stipulate you're naughty. If yeah, if Spotify will come around and say we've, our computers have heard you, they you guys said something that we think is explicit. Is it the NFC? No, that's a that's the way to pay with Apple Pay. That. What is the the N? Uh, the Trade Commission, the NTC, it's not that. I think it's the same people that regulate radio, right? I don't know. Wouldn't that be the people that would be upset? Probably the people who would send the, like, no, I don't know. I was thinking the YouTube, like, violations of trademarks, but that's more yeah. like just I, Google doing it for people. I know what you're saying, but I cannot venture a guest in, into those uh, letters. I know, like, the radio's, like, regulated by certain people and they can't say curse words anyways yeah. uh, i'm gonna go ahead and skip over that so all right what we're sorry it? it's we're people sorry, in the sky please. that regulate talk about viewing fruit on other men um armor for sleep released their first original song since 2007 dang it's like a reimagining of uh it's loading um they did a reimagining of a song a while back but uh yeah, this is the first like original original in a really long time. It's called How Far Apart. And it's just single, single song. And yeah, it's good. I don't think it's as good as the old stuff that I grew up with, but that may just be nostalgia. I'm gonna move quickly. Uh nineteen seventy five also has a brand new song called Part of the Band. And I sure hope this means that there's a new album coming. I cannot wait. There is. I'm gonna keep going. Uh Night Traveler. Driving in the Rain, um, right. really good song. They released an EP just recently, like at the beginning of July, called Late Night Radio. We may have already talked about that, but mm. anyways, this is another reminder. Listen to more Night Traveler. They're doing a lot of stuff. I'm going to move on. Uh, Bad Life, <laughs> really good song by this artist, Sigrid, um, featuring Bring Me the Horizon. That was a song I was telling you about. Yeah, I've listened to this song probably 20 times now. Um, it's so freaking good. It's so good. It's a song I can see at first you listen to it and you're like, Luke, this is, this is nothing, but this is silly. Let Luke. the song, like, let it marinate for a little bit. All right. It'll really grow on you. It's just got like an interesting message. I think it's like, a like, don't let your depression, like get the best of you kind of song. Mm -hmm. Um, like talks about, it's just a bad day. It's not a bad life. Um, I don't know. I think it's a good, good That's message. Nice. Really good song. 
Um, yeah. I think I talked about that other song. So yeah, that's my four song recommendations. Um, I think there's good. even that I'm thinking of, but there's so much good music that's recently come out in like the indie indie world. Right, indie ladies music and gentlemen, world. go to your notepad app or get your pen and paper. Rewind for about a minute and a half. We'll take some notes. Please do. <laughs> this stuff's really good. I want I want to encourage people to support these bands. Right. Oh, Kid Cudi release some other stuff. I'm always a sucker for Kid Cudi, so. Well, not indie music, but <laughs> no, not quite. But still, <laughs> support you know popular stuff you like. <laughs> How about you? Um, I will co-sign on uh the uh, Night Traveler and also the part of the band song by 1975. Yeah, uh, there are a lot of good music coming down the pipeline right now. Uh, in in our world, uh, 1975 an album's coming out. I think next month. I think, um, but certainly also the Midnight is coming out with their new album called Heroes next month um we uh they released there's you know doing that thing that a lot of bands do they released another single uh friday called avalanche and it is really good they do not miss in my book they don't, they, they're just i don't know they just knock them out i think like they they stay in their lane but they still evolve you know they're, they're you're never gonna like all of a sudden hear some insane song be like is this the midnight what is this but you know you'll always kind of know it's them but i'm a fan i'm a giant fan so i'm liking what i'm hearing but yeah so uh luke what have you been uh watching slash playing oh my god so oh much. boy pen and paper everyone um so i had downloaded far cry 5 i just started the like beginning of that literally tonight game fast game um yeah it's it's good um you know i haven't played much so i don't really have much to say but it's added to game pass it's more like a public service announcement just that uh that that's happening so right yeah you know some i feel like there's there's a group that's into those kind of games there's a group that's not so if you're into those kind of games and you have game pass why not especially if you haven't checked it out yet like i hadn't that uh, one seems the, like, like one I'm interested in because it seems like a little different as far Midwest as, America one. Right. And it's like a cult and not like just this here's a tyrant or a terrorist or something like that. It's like it just feels it just seems different to me, which is uh, kind of actually draws me to that one because I'm not interested really in Far Cry 6. And I played a little bit of Far Cry 4, but for some reason I was like five sounds like one I'd want to check out, actually. So I might. Um, sorry. Um, trying to think if there's any other games I've been playing. I've been watching a lot, but I'm trying to like think of the games before I get into the, uh, mostly TV shows really that I've been watching. Um, we got, Jason and I got back into the Hunter Call of the Wild. We had talked about this literally years ago. We had got into this as a game pass game that it's just so much fun. It's so relaxing. It's just such a good change change of pace whether it's whether you're into like beat em ups or <laughs> platformers or action adventures or rpgs or you know dark souls dungeon crawling <laughs> style games um yeah. whether you're into any of those games it's like this is so much different than all of those it's almost in the vein of like farming simulator which i know it doesn't make sense that that would be fun but those games are are fun they really are there's there, apparently there's uh 
There's one coming out on, uh, I think it's uh, Games with Gold, um, Power Wash Simulator or something, right. I guess, that's coming to Xbox. So there's just these games that are kind of a change of pace, and they, they're they more fun than I think they have any right to be, but they can be. So They come out, for, and they keep coming out for a reason, especially if those simulator games, like, they have an audience. Like, I, I worked with someone yeah. who was like, oh, my God, Train Simulator. And I was like, okay, but yeah. It's like it, they have. A, I'm telling you, don't knock it till you try it, right, though. Right. I mean, the only it's one just, I was Goat Simulator, and that's not that. <laughs> <laughs> the Hunter one, it's it's fun. It's just it's relaxing. There's just something about it when you make that shot, and then you can harvest the deer, and it has a cool interface where it like shows the way the bullet hit it, and gives you like a point score, and shows you like how mm. nice that deer is versus another one, and it's just beautiful. It's a uh, you know like. There's like Wyoming, there's Alaska, there's the Alps of Italy, and there's Russia, and just beautiful. The swamps of Louisiana, there's so many cool different places you can go. Africa, we were hunting like bison in Africa and lions. Yeah, and it's so cool that it's multiplayer. It's one of the few like hunting games that's really good that the multiplayer, it didn't work perfect, but it works like 90% of the time works well enough and there's a bunch of weapons anyways i didn't mean to talk about this this much um the bear which is that fx show that's on hulu what is that that's carrie drilling into the wall <laughs> i was like is there a bear sound effect right as i say that? yeah i have it queued up on the uh, soundboard Perfect. that i got and i, I knew Ideal. It. i knew you'd talk about the bear the good old good old <laughs> production budget coming in <laughs> um Bethany is like sending me questions while I'm talking. So it's distracting me terribly. Why is the house um, on fire, Luke? Is that was that one of the questions? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why are there five uh, men with guns at the door right now? No, she's at the grocery store and she's just asking what I want. Uh, um, I know how it goes. <laughs> yeah. So the Bear uh, FX Hulu, that was one of the ones. Uh, of course, now it's all stuck on here. Um one of the shows that we finished probably not long after we last recorded. So it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of been a while. I've, <laughs> I, I had to like think back and be like, Oh yeah, I did watch that show since then, but so good, Jordan. So good. Oh, I definitely recommend okay. it. Um, first couple episodes, you know, I was like, Oh, it looks interesting, but I don't know. I really, I really enjoyed it in the end. There's just a lot there. There's it's an in-depth story that, I don't know. It's it, it goes some places emotionally, and especially if you're into cooking at all on any yeah. level. Like like you know, I'm as far from a <laughs> professional chef as it gets, but uh, I enjoy cooking. I enjoy cooking content, and I enjoy trying to be better at cooking. And this is, you know, none of those things, but it's a story that very much involves cooking and uh, running a restaurant. So. Definitely recommend it. Okay, Two thumbs on, up for that show. I know it's on Hulu. It's on so. Hulu. It's only on Hulu. Yeah, okay. that's the weird FX Hulu original. Um, oh, yeah, that is strange. Yeah, so really good. Just, yeah, I don't know. Just a okay. good good story, good cast. I'll um, check it out. I mean, I was I'm excited for it, the next so. season. So it ended on a definitely an intriguing note. Um, that Alone Season 7, we finished that. That's the million-dollar challenge where they had to stay 100 days. That's Oh, it's just some of the best, I think, reality TV when it's something like that that's like takes you to a place and to an experience that people had that's 
so different from the everyday. I think that's the kind of TV that should be made in the reality TV category more often. Um, I'm just not, not as much of a fan of the, you know, the Hills and Kardashians and those categories. I just, so different. <laughs> yeah. I just, you know, I mean, I know they have their audience, but I don't know. I just, I don't think that kind of stuff's good for civilization society. It's okay. Just, I was about to say you're being those extremely gracious to, to those shows. <laughs> no, I, I just, I'm trying not to be like super honest about my opinion, but somewhat honest. It's just when you have like shows like that, you know, and it's not just the Kardashians. There's so many of them, real housewives and like real mobster wives. There's all these crazy ones. It's just to me, you're, you're kind of in a way like idealizing those people to other people. And they start to like want to be that way. And I just, Anyways, I, I mean, don't like you're that You're 100% stuff. Uh, right. <laughs> I think it's really cool to get people out in nature and, like, get them down to basics. And I think it it might help people who watch it to have a respect for nature and maybe stir in some people who have not before a desire to go out and experience nature. And I think that can be transformative to someone who's only lived in cities and in, you know, suburbia and all that. So yeah, I think anytime people are encouraged to go out into nature and, and experience something different than their everyday, you know, driving around their city. Yeah. I think it can be really powerful. So I think that's, that's one good thing that that show does. And, and yeah, it's like, there's not a lot for me to say about the season. It's really good. I think it's the best thing. They, they, they do a really good job. I think one of the best things alone has done over all these seasons I've watched is pick their contestants really well They've picked people who have interesting stories, have the chops to actually make it, or at least like make it a long ways. And it just makes the story, the show more interesting for that and great production value. So, yeah, I know you've already seen it. Yeah. You're a really fan good. of it. But uh, yeah, we're actually starting season eight. And then I think there's a se another season after that that's up on Netflix, maybe. I think the season we're in is from 2021. Because I think season yeah. seven was twenty twenty. So. There's something weird about that, that that show. I think like different streaming services have the rights to different yeah. seasons. It's like spread out everywhere. Yeah, like they like want Literally. them to be known. Amazon, Hulu, <laughs> yeah, Netflix. They don't want to be exclusive to one, but also it's like yeah, even though it's a History Channel everything. thing, right. you'd think it'd be on History Channel, but I guess they've conceded that <laughs> we need help. <laughs> it's smart in a way, but anyways, anyways, yeah, yeah. so good. Um. Stranger Things. Um, we didn't really get to talk about that. Yeah, um, let's, uh, let's let's go watch that. I was thinking we'd kind of just talk about it, you Final know, a little episodes. bit, um, a little bit here, and just kind of, you know, share our thoughts on the part. Let four. me talk about my other stuff, and then let's circle back to that, and then that can lead into your stuff. Perfect. Um, uh, Blackbird. We've watched the first two episodes of that show. It's an Apple TV original. Really good. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's I believe it's based off a real crime thing that's been dramatized. Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember. Bethany was saying it was a lot like, uh, what's the one? I think you watched a little bit of it. Criminal Minds? It's not Criminal Minds. It's something like that. On Netflix, yeah, I think. Yeah, it's Mindhunter Criminal or something Minds like that. that. CPS. Yeah. Criminal uh, show. Uh, yeah, it's, um, I think it's Mindhunter. Mindhunter, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
she said it was a lot like that. I think from what I've seen of Mindhunter, this is what I want. I would have wanted it to be, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. I I didn't get to see a lot of Mindhunter, but I from what I saw, it was it was a little too graphic and it got like too dark for me. I think, and this show has the darkness, but it does it in a more PG way, I guess. guess That'd be the way you say it. Um, It's not really the focus of the show. It's just part of the show, like the dark stuff that's happening. Right. So yeah, almost like true detective, but like without going deeper into that. So really good. I, yeah, we're, we're really loving it. I think, I think the third episode's out like now, something like that. Um, but yeah, two thumbs up for that show for me. Um, Only Murders in the Building just started. I think we've watched the first two episodes or something like that. Um, it's just, it's just, it's just a great cast. It's just, it's one of those kind of uh, kind of happy-go-lucky shows. Really, that that would be the way I would call it. It's like right. it's not dark at all. Like it's dealing with murder, but it's. It's fun. I mean, they're comedians, you know, like Selena Gomez, you know, not a comedian, but, you know, it's just Steve Martin. He's just it's so good to see him back in something that I have enjoyed. I've enjoyed him in so many things over the years. Um, Father of Bride was like one of my favorite movies growing up. So, yeah, so good. Um, The Terminal List, that's a new show on Amazon as well. Amazon Prime. Um, That's right. Um, watched two or three episodes of that show. It's interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of intense. The first couple episodes, it's well, emotionally, it takes you on a roller coaster. I don't know if we'll keep going with that. It's it's not bad, but these other shows that we've started, I am a little more into them. Yeah, it's I, so, so I much feel like the acting's a little lacking. It's not it's not my favorite Chris Pratt project that I've seen him in. So, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't say he's the one bringing it down, but yeah. It's pretty good. Pretty pretty all right. So, yeah. Circling back. Stranger Things. Season cool. 4. Yep. Yeah, I mean, what are your thoughts, Luke? Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the season. Um, I don't know. I feel like I have so many more questions after watching that than I really have answers. Um, I'm glad that they, I really felt like they were going to end the end there of season four on much more of a cliffhanger and they ended up wrapping up so much right. more Yeah. than I thought that, there was like this one point and you probably noticed it too. Yep. There's this one point it's like, oh, wow, they're going to do this and then they're going to end. And then it like faded to black and then came back. And then there was another fade to black and then it came back and it like gave so much more. And where they left it, it was like, you know, that's that's perfectly reasonable. I there's nothing worse than (laughs) some people are going to probably hate me for this. But at the, the end of Fellowship of the Rings, it annoyed me so much where they left that movie. It's like he just like walks over the hill and it's he's like or over the mountain and then you can like see more to her like right there and then it like just goes away. I'm like, what? I yeah, don't know why. Exactly just like annoying. it annoyed me so much. Right. I'm like, that doesn't. Oh, no, I want no. I'm glad you're with me, Sam. 
I mean, it probably was a good ending, like in retrospect, but at the time when I'm in the theater, I'm like, no, I want to continue this story. Right. Probably just because I love that movie so much. That's probably why, but. Yeah, I didn't feel that way with Stranger Things season four. Was my whole point with all that. So, yeah, I, I definitely. Yeah, overall, like it was it. a it was a good season. Right. I, yeah, I'm, I was very happy with it. Um, like we were watching it in such bad conditions because, like, during that the day, like when uh, part two came out, you know, those two episodes, those two feature length episodes, uh, like that last episode's longer than the movie we're going to talk about today. <laughs> so it's like, um our house was getting hotter and hotter and hotter because like something went wrong with the new AC they put in. They had to like come back and then it started working. Oh, so you did get it replaced. Right. Oh, right. And so we were just like sitting That's in the, the bed. the worst. Just, like, get a new hot. one and it doesn't work. Right. But it, it all worked out though. But um, yeah, but it, we were, it still like held our attention. We were still like, Oh, uh, like throughout the whole, the whole thing. And you know, overall I'm just extremely pleased with it. Um, the, I feel like the gripe that I had with it before, I believe I briefly spoke on it about how like I felt like some characters got a little bit more relegated to just kind of they're there, you know, when we have to cut to them every now and then. But even though they're obviously not participating in the interesting parts of the story, we still have to like cut back to them so we can include them. Um, I, I hope that improves on the last season. I feel like it will. But yeah, it was kind of just like they kind of almost tried to make it seem like, oh, no, they are doing something useful, but it didn't really come across. But either way, I feel like I am really I don't mean to focus on that because I, I really liked it. I felt like the quality of this thing is just so good. Like it and like how stylized the show is. It's like it almost reminds me of like. If Zack Snyder was a little bit better, you know, like this is the kind of thing he'll yeah. be making. Like some of the shots, like yeah. at the end, there's like these slow mo action scenes. I'm like, this is like Zack Snyder, but it's like, but I really care here is like the big, di yeah. uh, biggest difference. And it, it's just such a high production value. That. And there's so much attention made to you liking the characters and the plot moving forward. I feel like. Something about the show that I respect is they obviously didn't know about like where that the show would be get to this point. They did not. I did. I do not think they had all this laid out. But you know, it does. They don't really. Definitely not. Definitely not. But they don't always have to. Like you can make something feel cohesive and make it make sense even if you don't have it planned out from the beginning. And I feel like this show does. Like I'm like, they'll do something. I'm like, wow that's a really smart way to advance the lore and explain this portion of it. And I feel like they, they do a really good job with that. And, and I have no idea what they're going to do the next season. I mean, I kind of do obviously based on how this season ends, but it's uh, going to be nuts and uh, we'll have to probably wait another couple of years and the kids will be even more grown up and have beards <laughs> at that point. <laughs> yeah. That's a good question. I, I definitely wonder that. Um, it definitely seems like something they should have filmed as soon as they filmed it for, right? right? Like, right. It's like, I don't really know what it takes as far as like, I, I just don't know like what their limitations are as far as like what 
holds them back from doing that. It could be scheduling with the actors. It could be the fact that they don't have it written yet, which is weird to me. I feel like they would, but I don't know. Maybe they kind of like seeing how certain things land and how certain things work before just continuing forward. I don't know. But yeah, it, it, you can already see like certain characters. Like you can see like Will. It's like, yeah, he shaves. Like, like totally. <laughs> it, yep. it just, it's funny. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, bring it on. Uh, it's a good show. It's like, I can almost sometimes like forget and take it for granted when it's in that like two year break. I'm like, oh yeah, Stranger Things is really good. And then it comes on. And I'm like, this is, I'm having a really good time. So. Yeah. Um, keeping things in the Netflix vein, uh, Amber and I finished, uh, Umbrella Academy season three. Um, it's, you know, everything I said before stands, I think it, it got more entertaining as the series went forward and I'm interested to see what they'll do next, but yeah, it's good. Uh, and, uh, another season three is the boys, the boys, uh, wrapped up their season three with only eight episodes, which is, yeah, that's shorter than I thought it was going to be for whatever reason. But, um, something about the boys that kind of bothers me. The show is really good, like really good, but like they have this need to be shocking just to be shocking. You know, it's like they will put things in there where it's like, oh, this is only there just so they can have that promo. Where like You're not going to believe what happens in Herogasm or whatever episode it is. And it's like a lot of the times, a lot of the times that stuff doesn't contribute to the plot. Generally, it's just there to be like, oh, wow, it's shocking. And I feel like that yeah. gets in the way of me being able to like recommend the show to everyone. Like there's so many people like I don't watch the show with Amber because it's there's parts that are just too much. She doesn't like how kind of the thing is with the sexual stuff. It's like they they go how gross they go with it because like it's obviously not there to be like, Oh, wow. This is there to because this is something that is going to be good for me to watch. No, this is like it's there to be like, oh, you know, you know, it's supposed to be like gross and shocking, which yeah. it again, I'm going to say like probably 75 percent of it just doesn't need to be there. And it kind of gets in the way of the show being more. Um, what I will say is like I am more along the lines of the fact I'm more of an advocate for like violence, like showing violence like that. I know it's like, I know that's like the classic like America thing because it's like different, like in other countries, how like violence is like, Whoa, because for me, violence is the thing that's like obviously fake on screen. That's the thing that's fake. And it ups the tension. It, uh, it has a purpose. It has the thematic purpose of upping the tension. If you believe that some horrible thing can happen to any character it kind of raises the tension. You see something horrible happen to one character that one character does to another. And yeah. you're like, wow, I really don't want that to happen to this character. And it kind of makes me more afraid of this character. So it has fucking a dead. Yeah, right. <laughs> it has a point. You don't want to see the character that you like being ripped to shreds. And when you see that's the threat, it has the violence has a point. It has a purpose. And, and I feel like it does in this show most of the time, but it's like just some of the uh, kind of, for me, lame shock humor, um, which is obviously just like Seth Rogen having a laugh or whatever. It just becomes like, gosh, why? 
but either way, I it's all to say that like it's, it's annoying because the show's really good. It's really freaking good. The characters are good. The acting's really good. The dilemmas they go through are really good. It's all just really freaking good. And uh, it's it just, I, I wish I could say, Luke, I recommend it because I really can't. <laughs> that's that's the thing that sucks. Um, yeah. But I yeah, finished season three. I, one thing I'm curious, though, is how long the series can go. I kind of do wonder that I don't, it doesn't give me the feeling while watching the show. It's just uh, like thinking about it where it's like, you think of what the main threats of the show, the show are. And you're like, well, if they just deal with that, is the show over? You know, what point do they get around to doing that? You know? And so I'm kind of wondering how many more seasons I, I, I can't imagine there being more than two more in my head, but I have no idea. I have no idea what they're going to come up with. Um, but anyways, um, I watched a movie, um, that I've been meaning to get around to watching for a while, but I missed it in theaters. And so I watched it and I uh, rented on Redbox, uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent. It's the, yeah, yeah um, I really wanted to see it in theaters, but it's so did hard I. to get out. So did I. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. I mean, the only, the only thing I'll say is I, I, how I felt walking away from it because I was really excited about it. I feel like I wish I liked it a little bit more. I feel like I wish it kind of went more, kind of more into the wacky comedy kind of realm because what it kind of ends up doing, I think it will do something that's wacky comedy, like something in the movie that will happen. You're like, that's so funny and ridiculous and crazy. And then it will kind of steer every, like towards the third act. It kind of just veers into kind of just an action movie at, at, at times we were like this is kind yeah. of just an action movie which it's kind of funny just the thought that this is nick cage you know doing these playing nick cage doing these things like yeah. that thought is funny but a lot of it is just like a little like why is it this serious you know i think later on we're going to talk about a movie that kind of tries to blur the line between humor and actual like when you're supposed to take the movie seriously and all that stuff. But this one, I feel like leans too far into the dramatic when I think you want it to be more funny and more crazy at times. And so, right. but it was, I'm still glad I saw it. It's definitely worth saying because they're just, come on. It, it the, the, the point of the movie alone, it, it kind of just, yeah, you should see it. It, del it does deliver on that. But anyways, um, I think that's about it. I, I played DuckTales on uh, going through some of that back compat <laughs> library on the yeah. Xbox, the mm -hmm. DuckTales remaster. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's great. I, I never beat it before. I like got far in it, but I didn't like beat it. It, it just took me a couple sittings and it was still great. It's a great, what an amazing remaster. I'd love them to make a sequel. But, like, do it with, like, the rebooted, like, characters or whatever. That would just be super awesome. But, no, this is freaking great. If you're... And it's very doable. It's not, like, the hardest game for, like, being a remake of a 8-bit game, which those games are ridiculous. It's not that bad. But, anyways, you ready to talk about some Thor Love and Thunder? Let's do it. Stew it. Um, when not you see this one, man? Oh, when did I see this one? Um, Sunday. Sunday, bloody Sunday. Sunday. 
Um, I just remembered that I saw a movie and I completely forgot to talk about it. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say this real quick. I saw Elvis. And it was good. That's it. <laughs> That's it. You know, it was, it was good. It was too long, but it was good. <laughs> Doesn't seem like the general thought is that it's good. <laughs> Not doing well. No, it's it's doing. We were almost all but alone in that theater, but you yeah. know, it was pretty good. It was it was long, too long, but it was good. All right, so you saw it Sunday. How was your crowd? <clears throat> um. Wow, it's crazy. There's so many things in my head. It's hard to think back. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't think I had any issues. Yeah. Um, you know, we went really early. So we went at 12, 12. Yeah, we went at noon. So one of the earliest times you can go to a movie. Oh, and, uh, see about that. There were so many showtimes. <laughs> yeah. Like there was like ten thirty was the earliest, but yeah, there were so many showtimes between Butler Plaza and Celebration Point, and uh, yeah, so my my parents were able to watch Indy. That that was like right when he was going down, so that was one of the reasons we went at noon. And so, yeah, it was nice. It was just kind of nice to have this like little block where we went and then came out and got the rest of the day. It was like yeah, two two thirty or three or something when we came out and. That's something I kind like a nice now time. these days. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm into that. Uh, we saw the movie on Friday at 10 <laughs> at a celebration. It was 10 o'clock in the RPX uh, a 3D showing, but I was more drawn to the fact that it was 10 o'clock. I was like, 10? We'll have the whole day after that. It'll be great. You keep saying 10. You mean 10 a.m. You have to specify Sorry. when ten, you say yeah, 10. <laughs> absolutely, especially with a movie. It was 10 a.m. Yeah, especially like... Yeah. This movie isn't ultra long like compared to other Marvel movies and compared to Elvis. Like yeah. <laughs> um comes two in, hours. Yeah, two hours. So it can't went out of the movie, it was like twelve thirty. All right, time to get some lunch. It was great. Um got a got a little uh gift from the theater. When I say gift, I mean I uh <laughs> got a little poster from I ripped the... this off the wall and took it home. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Right. But, uh, cool. yeah, barely anyone in our, well, that's not true. It was like a hat, like a, maybe one third full screening I went to. Cause it was just so early. It was like two things. It was early and it was 3d things that most people don't care yeah. about when it comes to going to see a movie in theaters. So, um, we were going to go to the 1230 actually. And then we're like, well, there is a 12 and it was like 1215 at that point. And she's like, you know, the trailers will still be on. And I was like, okay, well, let's see what the seats are. And there was like, we love E. And there was E and right in the middle. I was like, why do people sit on both ends of E and not like what? Right. Like I'm, literally yeah. directly in the middle of the screen. It's like, why would you? I've if you had a group, before, wouldn't right. you have somebody like in the middle and then yeah. other people like branch to the sides of that person? But it was just weird. Two seats right in the middle. So we got these like. Score. Literally the row we love to see it in and right in the center. I was like, okay, <laughs> you guys are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> we went for it. It was literally a couple already having sat down, like the two seats to the side of us. It's like, okay, you're weird. <laughs> <laughs> you're weird. And I'm sitting here. Okay. Well, uh, Luke, uh, we're going to, yeah, I was always non-spoiler first and then move into our, our spoiler section. What did you think of Thor Love and Thunder? Um, very mixed bag. It was 
I like some things about it. I didn't like some things. I thought the story was kind of choppy. I didn't like how. Yeah, I didn't like how some characters were introduced. I'll, I'll talk about that more. But yeah, it was all right for me. It was all right. Um, yeah, I, I like this one quite a bit. Um, I was uh, I came in like kind of with the expectation going in, you know, because like when I saw Ragnarok for Ragnarok, it was very much like, ooh, this is going to be Ragnarok. This is going to be crazy. The Ragnarok yeah. is like dark. It's going to be nuts. And then I saw it and I was like, OK. Um, and it took me a while to like acclimate to what it was. This is a comedy. Um, it, this is a comedian's approach to an action. Right. <laughs> superhero movie. And so yeah. going to that, going to this one, I was like, Hey, this is what I'm going to expect. I'm not to expect anything super in depth. It's just going to be a fun ride, a fun time. And I feel like I got more like so the the moments that were supposed to be dramatic hit more dramatic to me than I thought they were. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is actually kind of working." You know, it's like when the dramatic moments happened, which admittedly aren't like often, you know, they're just like every now and then you'll get a dramatic moment and toward the end you'll get some more dramatic moments in the beginning. It's just like here and there. This is mm -hmm. movie is mostly I'm not I don't want to make this sound like this is a dramatic movie. This movie is mostly a comedy like mostly yeah um but they'll have like a few an action comedy right an action comedy which they'll have like a few moments of drama a few moments of romance but mainly comedy um but yeah um it worked for me uh for the most part like it kind of comes down to like what what elements of those worked um like for me the comedy worked most of the time there were only like a few times where i was like this jokes this isn't this part of isn't like working for me or like sometimes i'll be like ah, did you have to play this as a joke but it was less often than i thought i thought um you know for a character that's gone from shakespeare a lot more shakespearean like in the first Thor and in, in avengers and second Thor to yeah. kind of like what he became in ragnarok you know kind of like yeah. this kind of funny dude bro i mean that's just Taiko Atiti. I mean, that's right. That's what that is. And he was like kind of a blend in the Avengers movies, like after Ragnarok. You know, he they kind yeah. of took what he did and kind of adjusted it a little bit to be a little bit more dramatic in uh in in an Infinity War and Endgame. But uh, but yeah, I think they did a good job doing what they're doing. But I can understand if a lot of people were like kind of like uh oh, they took thor who was like a little bit more dignified and turned him into kind of a little bit more dopey of a of a persona but um i don't think that's my complaint yeah not, no, I, i'm not i'm not really complaining too much about that i feel like they they've done it pretty well but yeah i think like for me the all the dramatic moments pretty much worked which i was surprised about because a lot of times you'll get a movie like this and the jokes will step completely on the dramatic moments. And I feel like for me, they mostly avoided that, but there were just a few times where I was just like, okay, could you not joke for just a second, <laughs> like here and there? But, um, shoot, there's a lot of things that I do have to talk about in spoilers for sure. I do have a lot of opinions on this movie, but, uh, a lot of them will be reserved for, uh, spoilers, but, um, kind of baseline, um, what did you think of uh, Natalie Portman in the movie? 
Um, she was all right. I actually kind of liked her better in the previous stores that she's been in. Hmm. I don't know. I, I, you know, I'm in a unique position where, and I'm sure there's a lot of people who, who listen to podcasts like ours that are in the same kind of position. Whereas I know so much about what's going on, you know, like news and like what quotes have been from actors. So like, I know Natalie Portman has said that she doesn't like this role. She doesn't want like enjoy being in the Marvel universe. And so I feel like I see that in her performance. I just didn't feel like she enjoyed it that much. Hmm. I don't know. It just didn't feel to me like her heart was in it as much. Whereas before it felt like she was having more fun. She was a little more lighthearted and, like, I don't know, because of the circumstances, you know, spoiler there, <laughs> but because of the circumstances in this movie, maybe that was part of it. But um, I don't know. That was just the feeling I got from her. Yeah, I felt like going into it, like I kind of stiffer. Just... Knowing uh, what I knew about, like, you know, the mighty Thor um, and how Jane Foster becomes Thor and everything. I was curious as to how that would be handled. I was pretty pleased with um how it was done honestly and um to my surprise because you know usually when you'll see like a character just kind of thrown into the superhero role like i kind of out of nowhere and like you're thor now you know and like uh especially like in a situation where you think they might be doing it just to be like okay let's earn you know brownie points with uh people who want to see representation or whatever and like i kind of like okay well let's see how it's actually done um, I was I was kind of surprised as to how I was like as it was going and how it was being explained and certain aspects. I was like, oh, that's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. So I, I was pretty pleased with it. Um, but um, what did you think of uh, Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher? You know, he did he did a good job. He's he's a good actor. So there's like it's not a lot of a lot of times he misses when he shows up. So. Right. I it was you. an interesting, you know, bad guy. It was, it was interesting. <laughs> it's a lot different than certainly than any of the, uh, the other enemies that Thor has faced in previous movies, but, uh, yeah. really very different than any of the other Marvel enemies. He, yeah, he's very dark and yet they very much humanized him, which was an interesting combination. Right. I think like, I agree. I agree with what you're saying. And I think like he did a good job uh, for sure. He's Christian Bale. But like the w one thing I do kind of wish there was more of him. Like I wish he was in more parts of the movie. You know, he's only really there when he's like interacting with, you know, when you see him with either Thor or these other group of characters that are in the movie. But um, I kind of wish we had more of an opportunity to see like, his ideals and his and his like motivation bumping up against the heroes to be like, okay, the, to like challenge each other and their ideals a little bit. Like Marvel doesn't really do a great job with that. <laughs> Generally they'll usually be like, here's it, here's the villain. There are their ideals. Here's the hero. You know what they're about? Go. And then they'll run into each other at the end. Um, except for Thanos and a few others like Killmonger and stuff like that. But I wish that they had that opportunity here. One of my biggest complaints, and I think I can put this in the non-spoiler category, is that in so many instances in this movie, I didn't feel like there was 
either proper justification or proper explanation to why something was happening. Mm. And whether that was, you know, and then I get into spoilers, but, but, uh, Christian Bale, for instance, him becoming the God butcher. I just didn't think it was explained. You know, I, it's hard for me to not go into a lot of detail as to what I mean without spoiling stuff, but that's fair. Yeah, he he changes and yeah. Anyways, we'll talk about it in a little more detail. Yeah, once the people who haven't seen it have bugged off, <laughs> except for you, CJ. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't think I have much more uh, to say about it. I'll say is I'm super surprised at how much I liked it. You know, like I may like it more than I, I don't know. I'm gonna give it more time. I'm gonna noodle on it for a little bit more, but uh, I I may like it more than Ragnarok. Um. It could be how I approached Ragnarok at first. I've seen Ragnarok like a few times at this point, and so I'm very aware of like what kind of movie it is at this point. But I don't know. We'll we'll talk about it a little bit more in in spoilers. But yeah, I think I'm just yeah kind of surprised at how much I did end up liking it because I was I was just I just wasn't expecting it to like it as much. Like I was like okay, yeah. if it's you know even a little bit like Ragnarok, I'll probably like it just fine. And then I. Towards the mo- when the movie was over, I was like, "Shoot, this is gonna be like an eternal situation all over again." <laughs> There's some things I just wish that they had done differently that I think would have made the movie so much more enjoyable for me, and they didn't do that, and so for that reason, it very much fell short. Let's uh, let's go ahead and go into spoilers. So for everyone who <laughs> has not seen the movie and does not want to be spoiled, so. Bugger off. Now's the time to to, <laughs> to shut the door and leave. You can leave the podcast running, but just leave it there. And just leave it running and go just to leave your room. house. Right. <laughs> exactly. Just leave it running and just leave and go somewhere else so we can still get like the the viewership or whatever. <laughs> anyway, spoilers. Here we go. <laughs> Luke, what are the what are the things that you want to say but can't say because non spoiler stuff? So I'll try to like go through them from like the timeline of the movie, if I can remember them correctly. But when he became the God Butcher, it happens so fast. It happens so freaking fast. First of all, the movie is in it, it begins like I don't think any other Marvel movie has ever begun. There was no there was nothing. It just like opened. Did you notice that there's no like Marvel uh, or anything? It didn't happen till later, but it just like opened yeah, they've done that a few times. It's like faded in. Yeah, like I think Endgame did it to where it's like, here's Hawkeye. And then they'll like show the fanfare like after that scene. But yeah, but, yeah. but I don't think it's ever done that with a bad guy from what no, I remember. No, but they haven't. In a completely unfamiliar scene. Um, so I really, I was not a big fan of the way they started the movie. Um, hmm. You know, I thought I thought it was perfectly reasonable to like introduce him and like set him up, but it was such a quick setup and it felt cheap. I don't know. It just his performance is great. I mean, I I you know, I like I said I have no problem with I mean, really any of the acting. You know, like I said Natalie Portman felt a little stiff, but you know, most of the acting was perfectly fine in this movie, but uh yeah, it's just I don't know. I just didn't feel like they did 
gore justice when it just felt like he should have been more of a thing that like they built up and I don't really remember him being mentioned in anything before this. So that's always weird to me when Marvel, like they usually do such a good job of kind of like hinting at people and like alluding to them in other movies. And maybe they did, but I watch them very closely and I don't really remember it. And I would have liked there to be like, we understand somewhat who this person is, but then we'll get to see more details in the Thor movie. And there was none of that. It was just like, here he is. He's with his daughter. He's in this random, like, field which i'm pretty sure i saw like something in the background so it was like why don't you at least like go over to those mountains and like, try to find a cave or something <laughs> you guys are literally just sitting out in the sand like baking it didn't really make any sense we're, we're sitting at these rocks just waiting to die i didn't really it just didn't make any sense to me it was like well why wouldn't you be like walking going somewhere like trying to find something like you wait until your daughter just dies in your arms and then all of a sudden you want to walk and then oh you find this like Oasis with this god there who you were worshiping apparently, but you didn't know he was there until now, until your daughter died. I didn't feel like any of that made any sense to me. It just was like, I I like who Gore became. It's like a cool, like, bad guy, but the setup is just, you obviously didn't have the same problems. I just, I didn't get it at all. I really didn't get it. I have, like, a bit, a bit of what you, uh, what you're feeling, because, like, a lot of that stuff worked, but for me... Um, but I get like how his like motivations basically set up for him on a silver platter where it's like, okay, here's your cute little daughter. And then, then like, oh, and here's the person who you were like worshiping or whatever. And he's like this buffoonish, cruel uh, character who does not care about you at all. And then like the whole, and I'll definitely go with you. The whole, like the sword is just, there it is. And it kind of just floats into his hand, and you're the villain now. You know, that's very much... And if the god saw that, wouldn't he just grab the sword and throw it away or something? Like, why does he just go, right, right. oh, I hope he don't grab that? Like, what? Obviously, he's going to stab you with it. You're choking him to death. It just... Right. I really didn't <laughs> right. like the setup. Like, the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm talking about it, the more it's irritating me. I just... For what was a cool character, it was a terrible introduction, personally. Yeah, Terrible. I think for me, something that really like made it work for me personally is just the performance is like just kind of seeing his face and the realization when like he because he's meeting his God. He's like super happy, actually. At first, he's like, oh, my gosh, we love you, you know, whatever. And he's like smiling and he's like and then they're like laughing at him. And he's like kind of laughing because he doesn't really understand yet. And then that fades into just confusion and disappointment. And like I think that that like performance I think just pulled me through it even th even though the conveniences there are are undeniable yeah the the fact that the sword's just there just, it was rushed and there wasn't enough there for me yeah I can Way I can definitely go with it was you there. such a tiny little thing to set up like the entire like main point of this movie right it could have used a bit more time uh, for sure instead of being just like kind of the opening stinger um, you know. Um, also like if I, you know, if I could like lay criticism on Gore and how he's introduced, I could have used one more scene before like he comes, goes to new Asgard, like one more scene of him confronting another God. Like that would have been good to like set up a threat more because, Definitely. because the, Definitely. because when he kills his God, you can even say, Oh, that's kind of like out of self self-defense really. I mean, at that point, but like, yeah. also it was so easy. 
Right. You just it just him. makes him like that's a god. That's like that could just be any dude. Like you just stabbed right. him. Like what? And I don't really buy the fact that that's oh they make a big deal of like oh that that can kill a god. I'm like well anything can really kill a god if you're powerful enough. We've seen it happen far too many times already in the MCU with Loki just getting his neck snapped, you know, and stuff like that. And yeah. Oh, well, whatever I mean, that happened was Thanos. Right. That was Thanos. <laughs> it was Thanos, but I feel like, you know, anything powerful, just powerful enough can just do the trick. Um, but yeah. I think that I, I do think the point there was that with this, even a lowly person like this can kill a god. I think that was kind of the point. Right, right. Um, I would have it would have been interesting if they like kind of use some of their other properties in that point to be like, okay, maybe we'll bring a couple Egyptian gods into it. And then, like, maybe you can yeah. see one of them get off or whatever. Because then that's like, oh, there's a god you have a connection to because you just saw Moon Knight, presumably. And then you can see, like, one of those random Egyptian gods yeah. get I just wanted him to be more set up as someone to fear. And I did fear him. I liked how it was, like, very ominous when he, like, shows up and the shadow monsters and all that. It was like, okay, this is this is cool enough. But... In the end, I just didn't feel like he really had a chance. I don't know. It just, it was just like, why is this dude who's just a totally normal dude and grabs a <laughs> sword, and now all of a sudden he's supposed to be this gore, the god butcher? It's like, no, he's just that dude who was right. crying in the field with his with his daughter that was dying. It just, I wanted there to be more like power to it and more like he gained the thousand, a thousand stars energy or something. It was just yeah. like he grabbed onto a pretty cool sword. Was that uh, <laughs> was gonna Gore kill his name gods. before um, he grabbed the sword? Did he mention I am Gore? I think so. Okay. So I was wondering I think if like, the God said something maybe. I, yeah, I'm not sure. I but I thought, I thought, I thought it was. Um, Yeah. And uh yeah, again, like I think, yeah, for me, it just the the reason reason why he works so much is he does like for me is he has a good motivation and I it's interesting and unique and you like you can see what what he suffered and how he got to that point. But I wish it was they spent more time on it, really, because as you said, rushed especially at the beginning. Even though I enjoyed that scene, it was very. I needed some explanation why they were out there. Why are they dying? What what happened? All right. he says is like, "I am the only one left." It's like. From what? From where are we? What what oh. is happening? There's so many questions. It's just like things that like okay. his uh his they were like a it's like a famine or something like that, and then he's like outraged to see like his god like, oh, nom, 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 nom. like yeah that needs to be shown himself. though like yeah him like explaining it to me is just I just don't like that right Not... I need to be shown things. This is a visual medium. This isn't a podcast. I don't yeah. want somebody to explain <laughs> yeah. to me in a movie what has happened like no it just that's not how movies work it's funny because they do a really good job on this later with like things with other characters like jane with the whole show don't tell thing but with gore it's like yeah. you get like the thing with all the video screens and they're like ah we're there's a bunch of people we're getting stress signals everywhere you know ah it's, it's happening and you're just like what's happening and then like it would be like that one god who's like oh he was a nice guy yeah. like if you saw him get destroyed or whatever and like yeah. he was nice and like you got you got to see one that he was nice and two that gore came and mercilessly killed him like that would have been something worth showing and i wonder if it's on the cutting yeah. room floor i really do um because then you yeah you get oh 
getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but what did you think of uh of the Guardians here? They're they're not in it very long, right? And that was my second point. Are you kidding me? This is one of the biggest disappointments of this movie. Oh wow! Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy, right in the trailer. Awesome. This is going to be a Thor Guardians of the Galaxy mashup. Absolutely not. That's not true no. at all. No. And they, they set it up at the end of Endgame with him, like, jumping on board. He's going out with the Guardians of the Galaxy. They're going to have some adventures. Absolutely not. Right. They part ways immediately. And it just, I I spent most of the movie like, okay, when are they going to come back? It's just so disappointing. Yeah, for some so reason I had a feeling that that was going to happen. So I didn't have that. I didn't think that we were going to have a lot of time with them. For some reason I kind of knew. I was like, they're going to peace out. Why were they out. so featured in the trailer, though? They shouldn't have that been. That was so annoying. They should not have been. It should have been more of a surprise, honestly. You know, or shown very little in the trailer, but they're like in half the trailer. Like basically I all really, the scenes that they're yeah. in are in the trailer, basically. So I really don't I just don't understand why they were even there. <laughs> right. It's so cool. I love them. I would have loved them to be in at least like forty percent of this movie instead of five. <laughs> but That's generous. Just yeah, I just there. I was very disappointed by that. And they say at the end credit scene, like uh, featuring the Guardians of the Galaxy, like now that was a cameo, my friend. <laughs> that was a uh, certainly a cameo. They were not really yeah. featured. Honestly, it's like I I bring I brought them up mainly to get your take on the fact that they were in the movie so little because I don't think they made that much of an impression. They're just there during the intro of the movie, really. Uh, they're just to be like, here's what Thor was. I have doing. that one joke with Chris Pratt, and then. Right. Fly away while he's saying goodbye. Haha. Right. I mean, I like that scene. It just, it just left a sour taste in my mouth after seeing that they didn't come back. Yeah. Um, I was honestly surprised at how much of the movie took place on earth. I mean, not a lot. It's more like their home their where their like base is, which I like that they're, they have like almost like a base of operations, which is new Asgard, which is like, this is where we go. This is where we rally. Um, I appreciate that in a movie where it's like, okay, we have a place where we go and this is our like kind of our home base to defend and kind of figuring out what we're going to do next, which is pretty much what new Asgard acts like. So I was surprised to be there as much as we were because I didn't even know we we're going to go there really at all. <laughs> so I guess we'd had to, we would have to, to meet up with Valkyrie and, and Jane, but right off the bat though, Luke, what, what, what how is the humor hitting you? I'm kind of curious. There was a lot of funny things that, you know, that's something that Taika gets right pretty much all the time in his movies for me. So, yeah, there was some definite points in which I was really laughing. Yeah. The the Screaming Goats was was great. It was a really good addition to that movie. It was funny because like when the Screaming Goats came, because I feel like I've been like subject to a lot of screaming joke humor since the screaming joke goat thing like happens. And so when they came, I was like, Oh no, but how they were handled, I thought it was really freaking funny because of how they did it. You'd like forget about them. And then something would happen. And you hear them scream. <laughs> like there's a moment where they're like flying towards like this moon or whatever. And it's like way closer than you think it is yeah. because of how it's filmed. They just crash into yeah. it. And then you hear the goat screaming. I, yeah. That was one of the biggest laughs in the movie. I was actually like yeah. dying there. That's so freaking funny. And when they're leaving like the God's palace place that right. where Zeus is <laughs> infinity or whatever it's called. Oh yeah. The omni, so omnipresent or something like that. 
Um, sure. <laughs> the omniscient. Yeah. I, I don't it was know, really funny. Some, one of those terms. But yeah, they're, they're a lot funnier than I thought there would be. Orgy Palace. <laughs> right, right, where, where a future orgy would or would have taken place. <laughs> yeah. So um, a, lot, a lot of good comedy, for sure. Right. One and of the, the whole moments... thing with the glass palace crashing down. We don't want to talk about it. Oh, God. That was funny. Yeah, it's it funny. It's funny. It's a good delivery. They, like, bring an act, a funny actor in to, like, play those lines. It's just, it's, that's good <laughs> stuff. Um. One part where that hit me as really, do we have to joke here like this? Was uh, there's only a few of those parts for me, honestly, but I thought I'd bring it up when they meet uh, uh, Lady Sif. I was like, we haven't seen this character in a long time, mm-hmm. and then we meet her, and she's got her arm off, and she's like, presumably dying at that in that moment, you think, and she's doing this performance where it's obviously supposed to be funny, where she's like. All right, Thor. Yeah. I'm going off to the gates of Valhalla, yeah. like all this. I'm like, really? <laughs> this is the first time we've seen her in so long, and she just shows up here and like this. Obviously, I think I don't know what Taika Waititi has against Sith and the Warriors Three, but like, thank. I mean, like, thank God, uh, Jamie Alexander wasn't, I guess, available when Ragnarok was getting shot, or else she would have suffered the same fate as her <laughs> other compadres. <laughs> Who yeah. get dispatched of humiliating. <laughs> oh man! But she shows up and she's just yeah, kind of, kind of there. That was like the one moment where I'm just like, geez, uh, why is this whole moment have to be a complete joke? But all right. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. So, uh, getting to Earth, what do you what do you think about the Jane storyline? Like, how how did you think this whole thing that this was handled with a Jane, the, the reintroduction of her and her integration into the story. Um, you know, it's like so many parts of this movie where I just feel like it just was sudden. I don't know. It just felt like there were maybe just too many things in the movie. And so every one of them was kind of short, short and sweet. And you just kind of had to like either go with it or just be frustrated. And a lot of the time I was kind of frustrated with how, I don't know, I guess it's just too much of a story. I I don't, I don't know exactly what to think about it. It just, it seems like there was a lot going on (laughs) and her like cancer and I don't know, just they, they had a lot between like showing like what her and, like Chris or Thor were like, like went through with their relationship for all those years and, and breaking up. It just felt like there were so many things and they just all had to be like truncated. And that was actually, I think one of the longer scenes really where it like showed all the different things that they had done and <laughs> how they had drifted apart and all that. And... Right. Right. That was, uh, th- that's what I'm saying. Like that was one of the parts where it's like, they definitely like showed a lot of that, which I didn't expect yeah. them to, to show. Uh, as much as they did when it came to that, you know, I'm familiar with uh, Jane Foster's Thor um, backstory, and they actually kind of just to kind of like I don't know if this is kind of where I was at going from another Marvel property that we'll probably talk about more next week. That veers so far from the source material, I was kind of happy to see like, oh, this is like com- this is the comic book story brought to life. You know, her having cancer and 
Mjolnir like giving her strength, but simultaneously making it impossible for her body to fight yeah. the con- cancer. Um, and that specifically, I really, it was so short, man. Right. I really didn't like that where she like went and got Mjolnir. It just was like, it was this tiny little scene. And then it's like, okay, well she has it now. I just, I wish there had been something more. I, I don't know. It, it, it seemed like the secretive little thing where she's like, you know, creeping up to it. And then like all of a sudden it starts like doing all that. It's just like, what? This is happening now. This is, we're already here. <laughs> but it's like, for whatever just reason, I, for I half expected it to like take less time for whatever reason. I don't know. For some reason, like I thought she, he would How just, could sh- it have taken he, less time? I thought he was just going to show up and she was Thor and she'd say something really quick and it would be really silly and we're not going to talk about it because she's Thor now or whatever. And that's it. You know, that, and that's literally kind of yeah. what I, I was not a fan of that. I, I wanted it to be more, I thought you were talking about like the other stuff. So that's why I was talking about that. But mm. the Thor thing specifically, it was just something as big as, you know, like the whole first movie <laughs> was Chris Hemsworth yeah. becoming Thor. Like, and now, you know, she just walks up as a tourist and the thing like, I guess, shoots out of the glass enclosure. They don't even show it, but I guess that's what happened. And, right. And they don't. OK, just... Missy, let's do this thing. Like, yeah. What? And they, they don't give the why. You've got cancer. We later. need to help you. <laughs> right. Which I I actually really went with the, the why that they give later. The whole fact that like Thor, like unknowingly kind of casts a spell yeah. on Mjolnir. To, yeah. to basically like to have this like her Mjolnir as her protector, yeah. which kind of that is the him. only way it works. I do agree. Right. If he hadn't done that, I would really say that was stupid. But it's the only thing that's like okay. Yeah, that, and if that wasn't the case, then like what anybody could be Thor, you know, or just like you know the fact that Thor's worthy and Thor loves her, that makes her worthy by extension. No, he like kind of does exactly what Odin did, really. <clears throat> She wasn't even like reaching out for it, was she? I think she was just standing there and the pieces like started. It was like at least like be calling it, right? Right. They didn't even show them. They didn't show the moment where it like it came to her hand. They just showed her next to the pieces. And then the next time we see her, she is already Thor. And that, that well, the pieces something. were moving and coming together. Oh, were so, they? Oh, I must have missed yeah, that. Yeah. It's like the pieces started like dancing and everything. So it was like mm. at least be reaching out like Thor would. I, right. I think uh, I don't know. Whatever for, wasn't a fan of for it. whatever reason, Mjolnir is calling out is being the the one who is reaching out to her for whatever reason. I guess Guardians of the Jane, <laughs> the Guardian of the Jane. Yeah, I, I guess so, but yeah. it doesn't really work out so. that way because uh, it ends up being yeah. the thing that the poison of the Jane right it destroys the chemo <laughs> in her body, um, which I don't even know if they ex- they say that explicitly because that's like supposed to be it that like the fact that. It removes all unnatural forces. It removes the chemo, which is helping fight off the cancer, which in turn, you know. The doctor says something is fighting her from getting better. Okay. Fighting her recovery, I think is what she said. Gotcha. Okay. So it doesn't get as specific in there, but okay. Um, so there are probably... There's probably a, a, I I think honestly there's a good a decent amount of action in the movie. What what did you think of the action that was yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely the best part. 
I would definitely agree with that. I, I love the introduction of uh, Zeus's lightning bolt. Thunderbolt, yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, really that's cool. a cool weapon. Because I, really like I didn't know we were getting it. So just oh. to kind of see it in action, I was like, that's pretty cool. I can't say I love Zeus, though. Russell Crowe doing something really Zeus, weird. They kind of made Zeus just a fat old man. Russell right. Crowe definitely put zero effort into looking the part of a superhero. He looked like he had rolled off the couch after drinking a few beers and put on a big breastplate. Said, okay, boys, start yeah. filming me. It's like, it looks a little bit better than he did in Unhinged, that. but still, yeah, we're, we're here. Yeah. I love Russell Crowe. I mean, he's done some amazing performances over the years, but I don't know. Maybe he's getting a little over the hill. Yeah. He... I'm like that. It just didn't put an A performance out, I would say, in that part. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure what he's doing, but yeah, you, you, I, I, I enjoyed it for what it was, but it wasn't anything stellar in my mind. It was just kind of like, all right. It could have been really almost any silly actor kind of coming in and doing it for me. It was like, okay, th this is working fine, but for, for it to be Russell Crowe, I wish, I, I guess I wish it would, would have been something a little bit more. But, um, because, yeah, I feel like it could have been anyone uh, giving that performance, really. Uh, there were a few funny moments where he's like twirling his twir twirling Thunderbolt around. He's like, he wants to <laughs> borrow Thunderbolt. And he pulls it in yeah. after fiddling with it for so long and then just throws it back on the mantle. No, <laughs> like that. There's a few <laughs> funny moments like that. But for the most part, yeah, he, he wasn't even really in yeah. it for very long, honestly. Um, as much as you might think. I mean, he might be something that we're setting up for later. I have no idea what. I have no idea what, but just judging by the mid credit scene. But uh, what did you think of that whole realm that they go to? The whole like planet where all the gods are, you mean? Right. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> I don't know. It all kind of like happened so fast. I feel like you didn't really get to like breathe it all in because there was just like so many quick cuts of the crowd and everything. They didn't really introduce a lot of people. It was really just like Zeus, his ladies and, you know, Thor and his ladies basically. <laughs> yeah. And you see what's his face is a uh, God, right? <laughs> uh, Who was it? Yeah. Zorg. I keep forgetting his Korg. name. Korg. Korg. Yeah. You see Korg's God, which is kind of funny because he was referenced before, yeah. but I kind of, again, wish we had an interaction with one more God because we have Thor and a couple other gods we've met, which are, they're both pretty much the same level of awful. You know what I mean? Like, Zeus is awful. The god that Gore kills at the beginning is obviously awful. So, we don't get anything in between. We don't get anything worse or better. <laughs> yeah. Other than Thor. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, fun scene. Like, uh, the joke's... Obviously, very over the top. The god of oh, I forgot about the god of bow. I, I have no idea what the god of bow is like. If the god of bow is a cruel god or a kind god, I mean, I guess kind because she provides the world with bow. I, I suppose it's <laughs> I like bow a lot. Dumplings are really good, so yeah, <laughs> I can get down with the god of bow. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm skipping something here. Um. No, not really, because it's, it's interesting because the movie is very there, there, there. It, it's very to the point yeah. quick. 
obviously, you know, I think with like, a lot of like little things to introduce things. And that's where I get annoyed. Like the main scenes that you're talking about, like they're there and they're like, those are okay. Those are fine parts. It's just the fact that like other things you show these little scenes while they're like here as like a flashback or something. And a lot of them to me were too small for like the thing that you're talking about. Um, mm. Yeah, I can see what I guess you were coming from there. Yeah. The only thing we really cut away to is the kids that get uh, yeah. kidnapped, which I feel like there was one missed opportunity there. I thought we were going to really get a kind of a more in depth into Gore's character when he kind of appears in the cage and he's like, hi, kid, <laughs> whatever does his uh, <laughs> does his thing. I thought he was going to like kind of go on a tirade to be like, oh, you love Thor so much. Well, let me tell you what I know about the gods or whatever. And he kind of has a th- he kind of like i don't know what he's talking about there he like shows the kids it's a, all good performance so i'm liking it just because the performance uh but what he says he like shows him with a snake and he rips his head off and he's like what what's the problem you were just talking about that you, you i thought you liked that or whatever and so yeah i don't really know what he was trying to say uh about that but yeah yeah just an um, an opportunity to be creepy i guess really <laughs> Scare the kids, I guess. Right. And uh, we didn't know that Heimdall had a son, did we? Yeah, I was wondering about that. Um, It was really cool, but yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah, I I don't think we did. I don't think we knew that. I was trying to remember. Unless we just both missed it. I know, because I know in uh, Ragnarok, every now and then we'd cut back to Asgard and Heimdall would be there. I was trying to remember, was there any like interaction with him or any kid or anything, but I couldn't remember it. So yeah, I can just assume not. Maybe it was just some small thing that we missed. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Really cool though. The way they say it though, Heimdall's son or whatever. It I kinda, know it makes you think that's that another thing. It's like, time. I'm saying it's like, you have to like need more explanation for such an important thing in my mind. Yeah. That's just, we're going to introduce it and he shows up as a disembodied head and uh but no it's a, it's a definitely an interesting thing i don't know who he had that son with but um a lot of kids in this movie a lot of focus on like the children of asgard which it's interesting that seems like also kind of a haven for other species because yeah. like in some cases i'm a lichen or whatever <laughs> Bethany had a theory, and I, I don't know, it could be completely incorrect, but she wondered if maybe the Guardians of the Galaxy were to come to that realm and help help them fight, like, all those shadow creatures, and maybe there was an edit, or they, like, somehow they couldn't work it out, and so they had the kids, like, empowered with the, like, Force of Thor, oh, but maybe. maybe in, like, the first edit, maybe the Guardians came back at that point and fought, which I think would have been freaking awesome, so much better than what happened. Um, for me personally, but uh, yeah, it was the way it was. I mean, it was it was cool. I mean, it was totally fine. It just I think it would have been a lot cooler if it had been the Guardians there with them. Right. I don't know if it's like showing him around kids was to like kind of set up in a way or to get you comfortable with the idea of Thor being a parent by the end of the movie. <laughs> I, I don't know if that was had anything to do with it as far as where Taika was coming from when he was writing okay he's got these kids and thor's gonna come around him and do a really terrible job at trying to encourage them like oh it's okay it's okay it's okay if you if you die you'll 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 go to valhalla he's like all right fine get out of here we're done (laughs) never mind (laughs) 
Yeah. Uh, there was a really big joke in the movie. I think this is like one of their biggest swings as far as the joke was the whole uh, love triangle between uh, Thor and uh, Mjolnir and Stormbreaker. Yeah. Um, I was definitely reading something else while you were talking. I'm sorry. No, it's, okay. no, it's the whole thing <laughs> it was with, like uh, a fun fact about Christian Bale movie. So. Please continue. Uh, the thing with uh, Thor, Mjolnir, and Stormbreaker, the love triangle, probably the biggest yeah. swing as far as a joke in the movie. Yeah. I think it was funny most of the time. I think like the only time it went too far was the whole, oh, here's a beer, and he like, tickled the, little under, yeah. the underside yeah. of Stormbreaker. I was like, okay. Yeah. I definitely think that went on too long. Right, but when you see it like round the corner or whatever, like the first time yeah. it, like levitates in, that was really freaking funny. Yeah. <laughs> Just kind of. I don't know. It just, it went too far for me. It was like, okay, I get it. He's talking to his hammer. And right. It's like, okay, right. he did it again. Okay. <laughs> Please stop. Right. Right. That's um, one of those jokes that just didn't land for me. Yeah. I don't know. Varies person to person. My, yeah, no, I, it's like it worked all the way up until that one last part where he's like on the ship with it and he's like pouring his beer on it that was the point where i was like okay all right that's that that's enough that, uh, um just the whole talking to the hammer thing it's like okay you had to do it to justify her like becoming worthy i get that but let's leave it at that right not that they have make them sentient how sentient are they okay yeah. well what does that mean yeah um and like the the stormbreakers like like chokes up on shooting out the rainbow. Oh yeah. For a second it's like, okay. <laughs> what do you think of the um the kind of the romance there? Like obviously they haven't been together since we've seen them last in uh second Thor movie. I forget what it's freaking called, Dark World. Um, I mean, there really isn't much romance in this movie, is there? Well, you know, I mean, they talk about stuff, but there's really Nothing. I mean, there's a like that one moment when they're on their way, but then like when things like start to get like romantic, it's like they're there and then they move on from that. And right. I don't know. I just didn't feel like it was really romantic. It was just like talking about what had been. And they don't, don't do the thing that a lot of uh, romance when they're when when like a lot of romance are brewing in like a movie, they'll either do they'll do something where there's usually a really stupid drama to either like create tension or they'll do the thing like uh they'll bicker throughout the whole movie until they you know come together no they don't do any of that they kind of like they already love each other but they have to kind of just let themselves you know be together i guess and like i guess what they were trying to say is like they were both afraid they like loved each other so much they were afraid to kind of commit to it because of fear of loss and yeah. Yeah, I think like what Star Lord said to him, I think that was like the what kind of started kind of the character arc for Thor, yeah. I guess. What he says to him about basically like let yourself yeah. to let yourself it's okay to feel bad. You know, that's kind of part of it or whatever. And so like Yeah. I I I liked it. I liked the kind of like how where they landed in their relationship. I liked the fact that there wasn't a bunch of like bickering and random stupid dramas and someone saying sure. the wrong thing and getting upset yeah. and they're just kind of like 
Yeah, that's always annoying. Right. And did they do the thing where they're just like, they have that conversation and then it's like, yeah, okay, we, we do love each other. I have cancer. What? Yeah. Oh my God. How are we going to figure this out? And I, I kind of like the mo- the movie kind of like is like right after, I feel like it does something that I feel like a lot of other movies kind of fail at that go this far with their humor. They'll separate the last joke a few beats away from a dramatic moment that'll like space it away far enough to where like, okay, I can buy this dramatic moment here where Thor's like, Oh my God, Jane, I'm, I'm so sorry. And you know, like that, yeah. just the, the, all that stuff. I'm like, okay, yeah, I can actually freaking buy this stuff, which is, which is great. Which why I say like, you know, I, I didn't feel, I think like a part of the reason why I, this one might edge out Ragnarok for me is I, ne- I don't feel like I got that almost ever <laughs> with Ragnarok. I felt like, the joke was either way too close to the dramatic parts in Ragnarok where I was like, I'm still laughing. And then there's like something that's funny and Oh, that, that's serious. And then there's a joke immediately afterwards that undercuts the serious thing that's happening. Oh, uh, Asgard's blowing up eh, joke. You know what I mean? It's like, and so I feel like in this one, like I am actually, at least for me, I've heard, you know, people, other people I've talked to like have had the complete different reaction. But for me, I've, was able to like take moments like that and be like, okay, I'm in this moment and not like distracted by the part where he pours the beer over the hammer because it was far enough away from the moment or they, or at least they eased you into it better. Yeah. In my mind, at least. What a dramatic ending, right? Gosh, man. Like seriously. Very dramatic. Very dramatic. I, I, I didn't expect it. I really didn't. I, I honestly, yeah. I thought there was a better chance of Thor dying. It, it being his fourth movie and them trying to like bring new blood and different people and like switch genders into the, you know, different uh, characters like Hawkeye and soon to be, you know, like Iron Man really with Ironheart. But um, yeah, I, I did not see Jane dying like that, especially with such an obvious grab where you could just be like, you have this genie in a bottle, basically, which you can basically yeah. be like, I wish Jane didn't have cancer. And it, and I was like, that's probably going to happen. I was thinking the entire movie, once I heard that they were going to go to the throne of eternity, I was like, okay, they're going to wish, wish for Jane to be better. And that's how the movie is going to end. But it doesn't happen. And I was like, oh, my yeah. gosh. It's sad, but it's also like I'm glad they did it. Not because I'm glad Jane died. But sometimes characters. I think Natalie Portman wanted out. Honestly, probably. That's, that's probably one of the reasons I, I kind of felt like she didn't really want to play that part anymore, and so she probably was like, you know, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, pro- maybe. And you know, and like part of the reason why I I liked her so much in the role is like you know have her, because like her persona when she's Thor how she's all kind of like oh I'm trying to come up with a catchphrase you know and she's like trying to like have I, I I see that as her like trying to have fun with it and trying to like make the most of it because she knows she's dying at this point she knows that her being Thor isn't a fix so like her going on this one last adventure is her being able to be a hero one time before uh, she her inevitable death so her like kind of oh yeah you know, you know her that her attitude yeah works for me in that way because like she's kind of accepted it she doesn't instead of like being all sad and just like kind of laying down in a bed they've established that she's going to keep fighting like she has that flashback because her mom died of cancer in um 
You're right. And so she decided I'm going to do that and keep fighting. And I, I, that, that all really worked for me. And I actually found myself like kind of like sad towards the end. But, you know, I feel like sometimes that's a good thing to let you feel to, to let a character go in order for you to feel that to be like, OK, I'm kind of sad that that character is going like there's another there's a show we talked about earlier. I feel like they should have taken that moment. We, we talked about this show a little bit earlier. I don't want to spoil it, but they kind of like stop short of letting a character go. And I'm kind of sitting here. I was like, you should have let that character go because you you kind of need to feel sad and, ha and feel that loss for a character that you like, you know? And so I was surprised that they did it, but like not, you know, in, in a not mean way, I'm glad they did because I felt like, yeah, that worked. Yeah. Yeah, you, you you should do that, and you know, um, but um, I was also honestly surprised by the fact that Gore like shows the right thing in the end. Right, it kind that of as well. I thought was kind of surprising there. Right, I think it like uh, it 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 kind of I think a little bit reveals like kind of how how much control the sword had over him because I don't think it was complete control. Like he was just a vessel of the sword. I feel like that is what he wanted to do. He did want to end the gods, but I feel like the fact that the sword was destroyed kind of allowed him to be persuaded and like allowed him where I think if he didn't have yeah. that, I think he, there's no way he would have. But I think the fact that that curse was broken, he was able to at least be persuaded into seeing his daughter one last time before he died. Yeah. Quick comment on the 3D, not very good in this movie. Uh, overall, I think the 3D was done pretty poorly. But the Eternity scene was awesome in 3D. That was the one <laughs> scene where I was like, that's cool, because it definitely looks like you're looking at two different planes, and you see the depth of the space. But yeah. not worth it for that one scene, for sure. But <laughs> I, I did not expect um, that some, that's one character. It wasn't really a character in this, but that's one entity I did not expect to be in this movie was eternity. Um, so that was kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah. I don't know anything about it, but that is cool. <laughs> Just one of the many gods, you know, who are in, in charge of uh, my introduction of eternity was from the infinity war saga in the comics. Thanos actually mm -hmm. does combat with eternity when he has all the stones and it's pretty awesome. But um, but yeah, I thought that was a, a cool thing. Just like, I just did, didn't see any of that happening. So the fact that I'm surprised why one her dying and him wishing for his daughter back to, to come back and Thor being like a father to her, I was like, cool. I just didn't see it landing. Any of that. That's a Chris Hemsworth daughter, by the way. Hmm. I definitely didn't know that. Yeah, That's I, cool. yeah, I found that out in some, some trivia afterwards yeah pr pretty 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 cool um any thoughts on the ending or any of the post credit scenes or anything like that um i don't know it was it was interesting i didn't i didn't really think thor was coming back kind of like you were saying earlier right. and and then they definitely confirmed like thor is coming back and they've clearly like set him up for more with this daughter now and seem to be going on adventures so i don't know it's right i was like i was like 50 percent that thor was gonna die like especially when you have an intro he's like let me tell you the story 
of Thor, the space Viking. I was like, oh boy, that's when you have like you cut to the end and he's telling a bunch of this is how we lived. Exactly. Thor. Exactly. But no, he's not at all. (laughs) No, and they then they were known as Love and Thunder. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That I I, yeah, the ending was awesome. But um (laughs) uh Roy Kent. I know. Roy Kent. (laughs) Good old Roy Kent. I know that actor has a name, but yeah, that was like what? We are getting to the point, though, I'm going to be honest, for me. Silver Phase 4, like, I saw a post on this, like, just talking about all the things that Phase 4 has set up in in credit scenes. A lot. Like, what in the world are they doing? Like, every single one has been something set up that we haven't gotten, like, a a dangling thread that we haven't gotten the payoff for yet. Whether it's, like, there's Hercules, or, oh, there's, you know. Loki, man. I thought we'd have more answers to the end of Loki. There's Kang. There's, there's, you know, here, oh, that's Blade. Or, oh, the Eternals got whisked away. Or, oh, there's that person. Or It's like, oh, my gosh, when are they going to be able to, talk about any of this stuff you know what's hercules gonna show up in you know yep but yeah until the next thor movie in six years god <laughs> may- maybe jeez louise but because yeah, i can't um, at this point i can't imagine where else he'd show up i mean i can't think of him showing up in ant-man or him showing up in fantastic four you know i just or blade you know it's like mm-hmm I have I have no idea, dude. But sorry, I feel like I've uh, talked a lot towards the end here. I didn't even mention that cool uh, black and white planet fight, which I thought was just visually, yeah. visually amazing. And it wasn't truly black and white, which I thought was cool. Right, like as the light of their like weapons hit them, you could see the color. Right, really the made. lightning would escape, you know, and you'd be able to see the lightning because of how fast it moves. That's yeah, that's just a cool cool effect and cool thought and like a cool like a mario galaxy sized world that like they could just use the entire planet to fight <laughs> around it's a <laughs> so strange yeah it's crazy <laughs> but uh yeah what else do we get there was a there i knew that at that valhalla was going to show up at some point because they referenced it more than they ever have yeah, um, and I was like, Valhalla's gonna show up in some shape or form. It's just Jane showing up in Valhalla, which is a sweet, if not confusing, notion that you can just yeah. be a god. I guess if you die with the he, she died kind of with the powers of Thor. Then I guess that makes is that what they were saying? They didn't say anything. She just kind of was granted the death of a god by being turned into like stardust yeah. or whatever, and showed up in Valhalla at the end. Yeah. And he called her a god. He was like, he he basically granted her that. But does, I don't know. Does that but the Asgardians works? go to go to Valhalla, right? And they're not gods, right? I don't All know Asgardians aren't gods. I thought. I thought. And and then he was telling the children, like, if you die, you go to Valhalla. You go to Valhalla. And they're and they're not gods. I mean, right? I never took it as, as every Asgardian is a god. I never took it that way either. <laughs> I took it that yeah. they're gods because they're the, you know, sons of Odin, you know, who is a god. All Asgardians are sons of Odin, though? No, no. I think okay. just, just, you know, 
Thor, and I guess. Loki but I'm saying like that place isn't just for gods, right? The place I, that they went to. Valhalla, no, that's just Norse. I didn't think so. I just took it as like that's yeah. their religion's afterlife, where we keep getting yeah. these different religions afterlife. This is right. their afterlife, I imagine. Yeah. But yeah, that's yeah. it's kind Good of. Scene. Yeah. And it, it's like, does that mean anything? Is that going to come into play later? I don't imagine. I don't know. I really yeah. don't. I mean, it would cheapen it so much if we're just going to pluck Shawarma these never came back in, so I guess, you know, there's yeah. no reason this needs to. I mean... I went and ate Shawarma because of that scene. That's its way of it coming back, Luke. It paid off in the <laughs> end because you... The real were, world. Because you were... Many people itself. were inspired to eat Shawarma, so that was the shawarma real world is good. consequences. It is Oof. good. I love it. That Epcot place that has shawarma, oh, so good. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Bangladesh <laughs> or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. <sighs> well, anywho, that's Thor, Love and Thunder. Look, it says it on the yeah. poster. I mean, despite all my complaints, it's, it's, it's certainly not like I hate this movie. I just, I wish it had been more of what I wanted it to be. That's really all it boils down to to me. It's just... It's a cool movie with a character that I really enjoy with a director. I usually am all about, you know, the stuff he makes, but just wasn't quite what I thought it could have been. And that's what really disappoints me. Right. And, uh, <clears throat> well, just to kind of change, uh, for a palate cleanser, if you're sick of me praising Marvel tune in next week. Well, and I give my closing thoughts on Ms. Marvel. <laughs> yeah. I haven't even watched an episode yet. Because I unfortunately have some uh, strong opinions on Ms. Marvel. So here it comes. <laughs> unfortunately, I regret, I regret to say that yeah. I have some uh, strong opinions trending negative towards that show, but I'm going to watch the last episode that which airs tomorrow before I, you know, lay down my opinion <clears throat> on yep. that show. Can't all be good. No, no, it can't all be good. Can it, you know, I feel like Marvel does, uh, all in all great job, but every now and then there has to be something that's going to disappoint you. <laughs> Which I won't get into it. Right. <laughs> we're we're too close to the end. Right. Well, we will see you next week, folks. Thanks. See you. <laughs>